You're listening to Once, episode 124, Save Henry, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And we're happy to have you with us as we just now watched Save Henry. I felt like this episode went by a bit too quickly. Like they tried to jam so much into this episode that some things they they flew by, (laughs) pun not intended, but convenient, and had to cover really quickly. I liked the pace. Yeah, I, I liked it, but I just felt like maybe it was too much in an episode. Any more delays and I would have ripped out somebody's heart. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, that, not really true. You can't do that now. That's protected. I expected there to be more um, pan danger, I guess. I expected to see super powerful, magic-absorbed pan sort of ruling the island with an iron fist. Yeah, I was a, a magical little, iron fist. I was a little disappointed to not see that. And that so quickly they let Rumpel out of the box. Yeah. So quickly Henry got his heart back. I didn't expect getting Rumpel out to be that easy. I guess it's more like it's more like Pandora's index of evil than Pandora's <laughs> box because you just sort of pull the stopper and put in or take out what you want. Apparently. Although apparently there's some blood magic relation that I didn't understand. Neil said something about blood magic and I was like, ooh, zinger. I don't even understand what you're talking about, but apparently it's working. (laughs) Glad. So glad. Yeah. Getting him out that way was not what I expected. None of it was really what I expected. Yeah. Pan wasn't fully scary. Which I thought the shimmering and floating into the air meant, ooh, look how powerful, but apparently not. What did the shimmering mean? I think it just meant, ooh, something's happening, be afraid, but not too afraid. I can fly, but all I can do is fly to my little overprotective tree and wait to sort of absorb the heart. If you can't tell already, these are just our initial (laughs) reactions. So we are going to be flying a bit all over the place, unlike Pan. Until we fully absorbed this episode, this podcast will protect us. And our hearts will be forever protected. And you can't take them. Well, you can't take mine. Right. Mine is protected. Jenny protects it. Oh. And Jenny will be in the podcast on Wednesday for our full discussion. But so we're going to be a bit all over the place. But if you'd like to comment on what we say specifically in this episode, a great place to do that is in the show notes at oncepodcast.com slash 124, or send us your feedback to consider for inclusion in the full discussion podcast. And I'll tell you more about how you can send that feedback in a little bit. But we'll just hit some of the major points that stood out to us here in this episode. I loved seeing Storybrooke again. I loved the flashbacks in this episode more than the present day. I'm not sure if I can say that about that any other makes episode. Sense. There, it, it takes you back to the feeling of first season. Yeah, even just with that Somewhat. review, you and I, I think, both gasped when we saw some of season one. Yeah, in the, the recap. Yeah. I was like, what is going to happen in this episode that they're taking us back? And then it started with the curse. I thought Rumpel and Regina talked 
about that whole thing a little bit long, but otherwise that was kind of cool seeing her go to him. Although I kept waiting for the cloud to arrive, except we know where she was now that I think about it when the cloud got to her. Right. But it took a while. It was also great to see Regina struggle to be a mother in Storybrooke. And I started to worry about all of this stuff thinking, wait a minute, she finds out about Emma. That's not canon. Right. I thought that changes the way she should have reacted when Emma came to town. Right. But they kind of fixed that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The the convenient forgetful potion. Yes. Very selective forgetting. But it was really neat, I think, to see her act and and struggle with this thing of, wait, I I have a child and I I don't know how to handle a child and it just spit up on me. It's broken. (laughs) (laughs) Something is wrong with this child, which I think is sort of the reaction that all first-time parents have or first-time uncles when there's something sort of the matter with the child. Yeah, and I can see Jenny and I someday, not like in nine months, but in someday facing (laughs) these similar things, maybe going back to the doctor and saying, something's broken. Check it. (laughs) Is it magic? Is it magic? I did start to wonder, would Dr. Whale find something about Henry Uh. that was something that would just look weird yeah and regina would decide to keep him because of that but Um, dr whale we got to see him and dr whale with no hair yeah well short hair well apparently hair does grow in 28 years or actors work on other projects (laughs) and it's not that big of a deal because we just assume hair grows and Raphael sabarge uh, was in this too which was awesome i i loved seeing these storybook characters that we've known and not just uh, abandoning them. Our peeps. Yeah. And we got another <laughs> Ruby reference. Yes. Too. Yes. We got in the same, in one episode, we got to see significant portions, including the people we've actually talked to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. And several others are on our list to talk to soon. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint, hint. Oh, by the hint. way, speaking of talking, Sydney's voice. Yes. Was that... <laughs> Those had to be new recordings, right? Like he just, yeah. yeah. But that's an easy part. Well, we've heard, yeah, um, just like Maleficent. Speaking of hint, hint, if you guys, you know, want like somebody to be listening to this podcast in the background and saying very specific things that go to the show, um, ABC, just contact us because we'd love to have our voices in the show. <laughs> we could be the radio announcer for one of the weather channels. Yes. Or, hey, they need a new host for the official Once Upon a Time podcast. <laughs> I actually yes. totally off topic here. I don't know how we got on this, but I actually suggested I think Grumpy Lee Ehrenberg would be an awesome host <laughs> for the official podcast. True. They're like Grumpy for host. But and I I think many of the others could be. Anyway, let's get back on track <laughs> here. Uh the shadow kind of flew our boat away from the island on that talk. Oh boy. So speaking of the shadow though. <laughs> well, now we need to come up with a no pun intended here, ship name for the shadow and the sail because they're pretty together now. So it's kind of like the, the, the sail though. <laughs> shadow sail. That's what we'll call it. Shadow sail. And it's not that clever. It's a literal ship. Exactly. I mm-hmm. like it. Finally, literally. 
It was a really convoluted way of getting the ship to fly without using pixie dust. It, like, we're going to cannonball the shadow out of the coconut shell into the sky. Regina's going to, like, lasso it with her green magic and then sort of paste it onto the sail. Guys, you had pixie dust and a fairy. What are you doing? But, hey. When you describe it, it does seem <laughs> like, what were they thinking? I mean, when we when I saw it, it was like, oh, yeah, that's clever. But when you describe it, like, yeah, that's a bit out there. <laughs> a little bit. But cool. I was thinking that Regina was going to lasso the shadow and tie him to the front of the ship. Yeah, or but something. then I was, I guess I put myself, well, I don't want to say I put myself in her shoes because that's an awkward picture. But I was picture, I was like, okay, so you've got the shadow with one lasso, but then how do you hold on to the ship? You're going to have to like lasso the whole ship and that's just going to get tiresome. And by the time you get back to Storybrooke, you're going to need a nap and... You're not going to have time because of the celebrating. So really, pacing him on the sail was probably the better option. Or he could have been on the front of the ship, like replacing the Little Mermaid on the front of the ship. I honestly didn't know you could do that with a disembodied shadow. Well, speaking of disembodied shadows, though, <laughs> Henry's shadow... Well, that was pretty clever of Pan to try and rip out Henry's shadow. So we know. But what was the end game there? Wouldn't Henry be dead along with his heart if he took the shadow out? Oh. I thought I, first. I thought it was the stupidest thing ever. I thought he was going through the back. I was like, "Ooh, clever! Your mom protected your chest. I'll just get your heart from your back." Yeah, that's the doctor's and approach. If that had worked, I would have. I don't know. Thought. Maybe Regina should be a little more more thorough with her plans. Honestly, I'd like to know why she never... Like, if that's a thing, maybe you just go to your family and you're like, here, let me just make sure no one ever takes your heart out. I don't know why that would happen, but just in case, here, a little protection for you. But apparently, it's just one of those things you don't think about. It's sort of like... And I guess the curse hasn't been broken that long, but it's sort of like heart stealing vaccine or something i wonder how long it lasts speaking of well she said ever yeah why did her preservation spell have an hour time limit didn't she preserve you know zombie boy yeah daniel daniel thank you i forgot (laughs) daniel's name okay zombie Um, daniel yes she preserved him apparently indefinitely like he's dead she preserves him through Maybe it was the whole keeping alive thing that right. had a time limit. Yeah, because this was, well, and it could be certain things like maybe she didn't have everything she needed to be able to cast a more, uh, a longer spell on him. So maybe, maybe there needed to be some kind of potion or some kind of special recipe she had to use to make it last longer. Yeah. So. I missed this if it happened or was mentioned. Did Charming and Snow get the water? They never showed it, but they did talk about that was the plan. Because they're all on the ship and they're leaving. They're like, we got Rumple back. We can go. Did you forget the key ingredient? I'm going to say no. Last episode when they split up, I think they did say either they said we'll go up to the peak or we'll see you at that peak but they did say that they would go get water so i right. think it's reasonable to assume they got it 
Nothing bad happened. So it they was got uneventful. hit with the green ripple. They're like, okay, that happened. And then they went all the way up to the peak and got the water and came all the way back. Meanwhile, it was only minutes after Henry collapsed, apparently. Eh, we'll have to, we're going to have to watch that again. Yeah, that, I think the timing does work out because I assume that several hours have passed between what we saw in last episode and this episode by the time they get Henry back to nope. camp and everyone is there. Because she put the preservation spell on him in the cave, I think. Oh, right. And, and she said, said this that will last, last about an hour. hour. Well, I mean, maybe several hours before that. Don't think so. But yeah, that's a good point. So time is a bit crunched here. Huh. Well, it's it's not something I'm going to. Yeah, it's okay. They over. just ran, guys. They <laughs> ran. Or maybe they were on their way back with the water by the time they got hit with the ripple. We'll say that. They already did it. Speaking of ripples, I want to thank some people who make nice ripples in our <laughs> pond that keep the podcast afloat. David Newland, Dina81, Lisa Slack, and Julia Portella have donated to this episode of Once Podcast. Thank you so much for your sponsorship and support. You keep our pixie dust from being inert. <laughs> Thanks for believing in us. You believe in us and we believe in you. <laughs> and all four of these are subscribers. So that means that they've signed up to automatically contribute a certain amount every month. And you, if you'd like to support an episode or several episodes of One's Podcast or our Wonderland podcast, you can go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor and choose a one-time or an automatic monthly ongoing donation to send in your support and we can thank you too by your name and there are different options too and if you have a company that'd love to sponsor the podcast we'd love to talk as well but that's at oncepodcast.com slash sponsor and big thanks to david dina lisa and julia for this episode thanks i you know i want i didn't get to finish saying this oh because it is a major point but it was really neat to see Regina, be a mother. Not just struggle with it, but to be the mother. Because we've often questioned, <laughs> well, mother. how good of a mother was she really? Yeah. And we've talked about things like, well, love is a choice. It has nothing to do with blood. You can choose to love someone who, by blood, by birth, it's by whatever is blood in magic, <laughs> which Regina can never share with Henry. And it's more powerful than blood magic. But the 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 kind of love that regina has for henry i think is a true love and i love the little twist that they had that she was talking about finding did you catch this she wanted to find her prince but she's the queen so in this right. case her prince meant her son mm -hmm. it's the classic fairy tale of the girl looking for true love finding her prince <laughs> It just happened to be a different family relationship. Yes. It's mother and son. I, I really liked that. So not classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he apparently did sort of, well, an argument could be made either way. Did he sense family when Mary Margaret held him or was he just sensing a more natural maternal <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I thought about that too because it is family. But maybe it was just Mary Margaret cared and yeah. felt un unconditional love or, or felt 
unaffection, undistracted, because that's what Regina was struggling with, was her distractions of fears and uh, the thinking about the past and the stuff she didn't want to worry about. Yeah, it, it would bug me a little bit. I'm, so, I'm just now considering this a little more. Her, She was taking the whole motherhood thing very selfishly. She was doing it for herself. But I, I guess back at the adoption agency she kind of made the switch from doing it for her to doing it for him. Yes. And that's where she became a real mother, I guess. And that's something that I would say most people would face in true love because Mm -hmm. look at the model of marriage where people will get married because they say they love each other. Well, that's a good feeling, but then you have after marriage when the bad breath comes in and the, <laughs> all of that, you know, the nasty parts of it, of a relationship come in. That's when love becomes an actual choice that despite the fact that I really don't like this thing, I choose to love them. And I think my face just turned red when I did that. And, and that's, that yeah, that funny. decision point that you mentioned with the Gina. And so cool to see that, that changing from I mean, my point there is that sometimes people will get into a romantic relationship honestly selfishly because they'll think this person makes me feel good i'm happy with this person they're right. not thinking so much i want to make that person happy right but that's what a long-term relationship turns into is more giving than taking and that we see that then with regina of she turns into that of giving to henry instead of taking from him requiring him to fill this hole in her heart selfish motive Mm -hmm. and instead wanting to give him love a actual love motive yeah so great development for her character that's one of the reasons why i think i really like the flashbacks in this episode more than present day right because there's something we want to see but no august no august i'm so disappointed i forgot that was a thing that we were thinking about yeah He's just sort of removed from the show at this point. I knew that we'd get to see the story of Henry in this season and in this episode. But I I didn't know anything about casting, what characters, actors would be in the episode. And I kept right. holding on to the belief, it's gotta be August. Because I was wrong. Kitsis or Horowitz, I think the latter said something. They were like, I think we'll get to see henry's backstory or his adoption this season one of them was like maybe around episode nine like oh okay all right maybe one that's got henry's name in the title well there's that but we didn't know the titles yet yeah that's true yeah so henry is he in pan's body in the box I think so. There was still something conscious in Pan's body when he went into the box. I saw the eyes, right. and I thought, oh, great. I've watched enough sci-fi. I know what that means. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, there was still something conscious and saying no, so I assume that would be Henry in the box. Like, Henry, yeah. you know, they could do the, Henry's in there somewhere, and maybe he can fight to get out thing in, like, Henry's body, or... It can just be fully pan in Henry's body. That's what I think it is. The first bit I saw when I saw that switch happen, I thought maybe the magic left pan and went into Henry. And it was pan 
who said no. I thought it might be more of an influence, like Henry would just sort of go dark. Yeah. But or like the shadow moved from one to the other, or however that sort of But then they had the whole works. scene with Felix where he's like Yeah. Like Ah, but Pan never fails. I'm talking menacingly. <laughs> wink wink, do you get it? Oh, right yeah that was, Pan. A, that was a little bit <laughs> they laid it, on a little thick. There. it was for the for the slow kids in the audience but that scene i think was necessary for people like me who were thinking that just the magic transferred and not the personality with it yes so now we know the person now we know for sure it is the personality that has transferred or the so they still have to save henry being not just the personality. Right. It's well, not Henry yeah. with Pan's personality. It's Pan. Yeah. In Henry's body. Yeah. And which is Henry in Pan's body in the box. Which means shadows are not synonymous with souls, people. For those who were saying that they were because his shadow did not get ripped off. Right. And that would have required a lot more work. Like, here, I rip off your shadow. I'm going to rip off my own shadow. We're going to switch. They kind of don't fit because we're different sizes. And Well, maybe he had to have the shadow in order to make this switch. Like, maybe that's what he went in there, what not went in there to do. But when he first started pulling the shadow, maybe that's what he intended to do. Or maybe, maybe. it was... A last minute thing of, oh no, I'm about to go in Pandora's box. I better do this other thing really quickly. Yeah. The, the other thing, I thought he was there the whole time and her, saw Regina put the spell on Henry. I, and he pulled out a knife. I thought he was like, all right, we're going to do this the messy way. But he didn't. I thought that too. And actually, I guess you have to take the heart, the magic way for it to still be working outside the body. Well, yeah, because when you take a heart... You enchant it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you use the knife, you just have something really disgusting on your hands, literally. So an, an awesome episode. And we'd love to hear your feedback. These are, again, these were just our initial thoughts here all over the place. And we may still have a couple more in just a moment. But we want <laughs> your feedback for our full discussion that we'll record this Wednesday at, and we do our full discussion every Wednesday after an episode of Once Upon a Time at 8 p.m. Eastern Time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. We have over 100 people watching and chatting with us right now, and we'd love to for you to be part of the live show, either by joining us live or by sending in your feedback. You can email feedback at oncepodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. Or go to oncepodcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right from the website to us. And we'd love to include your feedback in a future episode of One's Podcast about this episode. And again, just make sure that you put for your emails, put the episode title, which in this case is Save Henry, in the subject line of your emails. And that helps us sort those out better. And Slurpees 108 does a great job of helping us sort and categorize our feedback that we try to include in our podcast and thank you so much what else and just our initial reactions here what else stood out to you jeremy about this episode well henry 
can now say I'm my own great grandfather. <laughs> Not really, Henry, but Jared can say it. <laughs> Brothers and sisters have I none, but this man's father is my father's son. Yeah, and it's no, it's almost 10 p.m. as we record this. I'm not trying to sort out what you just said. Well, someone's going to stay awake late at night to try and figure that out. Yes. It's a riddle. But I I wonder how that's going to come up. Because, yeah, it's he's now related to everybody from both ends. He's now, burning the candle at both ends. <laughs> what, whoa. Which we've actually seen in this show with really dire consequences. Speak, I mean, the candle that killed Korra. Yes. Yes. Do you think they are going home? I think so. Because imagine Peter Pan or Henry, mm-hmm. now again with the heart of the true believer, truest believer, in Storybrooke. What does he want with Storybrooke or that world? Well, this world. Oh gosh, where do I live? Storybrooke does have magical items that Neverland eh, doesn't have. A few. Maybe. Going back to our theory that maybe Pan could never leave and stay out of Neverland, like leave Neverland permanently, since Neverland was a place for kids to visit but not stay. Yes. Maybe that's what everything else is to Pan, a place to visit but not stay. And maybe now that he has the heart of the truest believer, he's in Henry, he's embodied Henry, maybe now Pan can stay outside of Neverland and he'll enjoy it. He'll want to stay out of Neverland. Maybe Neverland became a prison to him. Won't he age? Doesn't he love Neverland and being there? Uh, Yeah, true. So I think now with the heart of the truest believer, it's more uh, that he has the magic and he's more addicted to the magic than being young. Mm, that could be because he originally wanted to be young so that he could have the magic now aaron, he's immortal aaron J, our co-host from wonderland podcast is in the chat room and she said what about the dagger Ooh. what about the dagger and the shadow i wouldn't personally be terribly comfortable leaving a realm without my shadow let alone the thing that could kill me Yeah, it's, it's it's weird. But, if I were him, which I never would be, because you dark magic. <laughs> but he's got Felix now on his side as spy. You mean Pan? I was talking about Rumple. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That true. shadow isn't really Pan's shadow, and it's pasted all over the sail anyway. So who cares? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, a lot of odd places this can go interesting twists and turns and things to theorize about and again these are our initial reactions so i know there are points and I'm, my brain is bursting with other things i want to talk about but we'll save a lot for our full discussion this wednesday at 8 p.m eastern time over at oncepodcast.com slash live and if you listen to this episode too late well you can always go and download episode 120 Five, which will be our full discussion. But we'd love your feedback. So send that feedback into us. You can get that contact information over at the website at oncepodcast.com. 
And also, we'd love some reviews in iTunes. Special thanks to Rizzo Lady from the United States of America for leaving a kind review for us in iTunes. We really appreciate those. They encourage us and they help other people find the podcast as well. And if you haven't left a review yet, please consider leaving one at oncepodcast.com slash iTunes. While you're there, you could also subscribe to our Wonderland podcast or even just download the episodes of Once Upon a Time from iTunes and purchase them in beautiful high definition. So we'd love to have your feedback in the upcoming episodes. Love to get your comments. And if you want to comment on the show notes for this episode, again, that's at oncepodcast.com slash 124. Please follow us on Twitter for the latest breaking information about the podcast and things that we share from the forums. You can follow us on Twitter at Once Podcast. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Follow me on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. And I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And also follow my wife, Jenny, on Twitter at Jenny's Nook. And until next time, remember, we tried cute and cuddly. But thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to donate to be a sponsor of an episode, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.